pluck 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 growing out the pod with Kara Manuelli and Amanda Hunt. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Growing Out the Pod. I'm Amanda. And I'm Kara. And we're like kind of fancy today. Kara has a fun lip. I have mm-hmm. a fun eye. Yes. The, we dressed up for you guys and you can't, you can't even it. tell. I mean, Amanda's got this beautiful green eye and then she's got this oh beautiful like leopard skin um, sweater that just flatters for days. Thank you. It has pockets. Oh, that's it's even better. A little, a little boutique called Target. I don't know if you guys know about it. Oh, but. out here back in the uh, West, we call it Target. Wow. On the East Coast, that actually has come into an out of fashion. And so that's sort of rolling through. Okay. All I think, right. I think. Or maybe, I don't know, people still call it Target. I shouldn't have been snipey about that. People love it. People love Target. I mean, we got to feel yeah. bougie. I mean, you, you leave with a bunch of shit when you go there anyways. Like, you're like, I just need to stop and get something. And they're like, ooh, the makeup aisle. Ooh. Oh, better just like look, like, look and see if they have a sale on body washes, even if I don't need them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The clearance racks, like uh, certain days they have certain specific clearances. And it's like cool to go look at the clearance, like what makeup they have or like what products. You're like, ooh, I could use that. Ooh, okay. I love that shit. Me too. I will say – Target in New York is pretty new. Oh. Like, it's uh, – now I can't remember the timeline, but, like, it's it's it hasn't always been here. I've been in New York much longer than Target has. That's interesting. I didn't know that because Target's <laughs> been here – been in L.A. the whole time and been in Phoenix when I lived there. So, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize it was a newcomer to the East. And, like, well, it's just, it's just New York because there mm. were zoning laws about it. So, like – there's a Target in my hometown. There was a, obviously Targets in Arizona. Arizona yeah. is all Targets. Yeah, it's basically a Target. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a Target with like some pretty good authentic Mexican food and like a ton of like crazy ice-based racism. Right, right, right. Um, but in New York, I feel like it's maybe been less than eight years wow. that they've been like allowed to be in the city because I live close to our Target now and it's like I feel like I came up in the mm-hmm. world. Like I'm like – Oh, me? I live 10 blocks from a Target. Do you even know about walking to Target? Because I do. <laughs> do you walk with a sh- uh, one of those like shopping carts? I, w- I always wonder what you guys do in New York. Do you have like a shopping cart you walk with? People do. And I think that that's smart and good. I don't. And it's partially because like I bought a shopping cart. I never used it. So I got rid of it. Mm-hmm. I carry them on my shoulder. I carry stuff on my shoulders. And like I try to carry a basket through the store, any store, grocery stores, Target, miscellaneous stores because like if I can't carry it in the basket I can't carry it home that's smart that's smart it you know one taught me love one taught me patience (laughs) one taught me pain those are my shopping experiences I know I have I literally just like you know put a cart and just like fill her up and then walk her to my car and then dump her out of my car and then my car goes to my house so it's really easy (laughs) I think that's the better way to live and I think that's why most Americans live that way Mm -hmm. but New York we just you just gotta walk you gotta walk but a lot of people do have carts I've never lived in an apartment with an elevator Mm -hmm. like never had a building with an elevator so it's like if you have a cart that's so full of stuff that you can't carry and then like you have to walk up four flights of stairs yeah what have you won right 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 that's true Do, do many apartments not have elevators there because they're older, a right? Lot do okay. but like I've always lived in like 
brownstones or like mm-hmm. buildings that are shorter. If if it's six floors or under, you don't have to have an elevator. Wow. Okay. And so like like I live on the fourth floor now. I used to live in my last apartment. I lived on the third floor. Like I've always lived. I for one year I lived in an apartment with an elevator, and I would take the stairs because I was like, this is. <laughs> How am I supposed to keep this ass up yeah. if I'm not taking five flights of stairs? That's true. So when I finally get a house, it's going to have to have so many floors. Yeah. I, I do miss having a second story. I'm on the I'm on a flat. I have a one top. One top? A one level? Yeah. yeah I, would, I would call <laughs> one it one top. top. Um, it's a beautiful one top. <laughs> I mean, it's got tiny little stairs up to the front door. The cute little two stairs up. Um, but no. You could do squats. Oh, yeah, you can do some squats. You could do some lunges. Um, Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. And we have a backyard with two little stairs going down. So it's good. I mean, a backyard, to me, the height of luxury. I cannot imagine a backyard. No, I I think that's one thing I'm really happy for. We have a backyard with a fire pit where we can sit around the fire at night. And I can go read in the morning outside. Like, it's just nice to have an outside, especially if you have a dog, too. see people. Mm -hmm. I think, like, in, in COVID times, like, in normal times, it's like you can see people regardless right, of your yard right. status but like right now like I have a balcony that fits two people yeah you know so like you can come over you and your husband cannot, cannot come over right um three friends cannot hang mm-hmm. out together mm-hmm. two friends fine yeah fine totally fine um but it's like I miss everything yeah that is one thing I'm very lucky for that we have a backyard so we've been able to distance and see people like we've had my mom got to come down and she got to be outside, and we had to do you know food distance outside because she was on the airplane. But like, um, uh, so you know, um, I just lost my train of thought. Sorry, <laughs> I my brain okay. literally is um, a train that with doesn't have any tracks. I don't know what's going on all half the time. All of a sudden, <laughs> I mean, you're carrying an extra person. How much heavier is that train? Oh, she's that train isn't just. It's been used to going on the tracks like with just one person on it the whole time. I, I like mid sentence, like just now, I don't remember what I was talking about. Like, that's how. Kara gave me a thumbs up and then her whole face went blank. <laughs> she lost it all. Because I got distracted. <laughs> this is going to be a wild podcast because, Kara, I went to brunch. Oh, my. Are you, are you wasted right now? I'm not wasted, but I have been drinking and I was like, okay, so I'm done with brunch at like. 145, I'm going to go home, have some coffee, have some water, have a snack. Oh, I can't wait so, for like, this. I'm not drunk, but I am. You're loosey-goosey. I'm not, I'm, I'm not my most sober self, so like anything could happen. Great. You can you can go. I'm going to do that via you because I can't drink at all, so I'm just going to be like well, loopy-doopy. You know, your brain's out to lunch. The baby is. carried your brain away into the atmosphere. It's, it's. <laughs> I've had three gin cocktails. <laughs> I started before noon uh, so that I could like sober up before our podcast, oh and I'm realizing like if you start drinking before noon, you never really sober you don't really up. sober you up the day. Sort of like mm-hmm. yeah, you're gonna take a like, really good nap after this. I can feel it. I don't nap, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. So my hair story for the week uh, is well, okay. I guess I have two. One is that I got my hair cut a week ago, and my bangs are already literally in my eyes. So what a lesson for me to not say like don't make them too short. I make, make them, them short, yeah. Because, yeah, sh- uh, shorter, you know? Like, they don't need to look. I just I keep thinking I'm going to be getting these auditions that I'm not fucking getting. <laughs> so, and if I get them, I can trim my bangs. Like, I, I got to chill You're out. really good so, at trimming your bangs. I've, you've done it plenty of times. And your, your haircut you. looks amazing. And um, I, I use your Instagram, I, thank too. Thank you. See? 
Um, but um, yeah, you could trim your own bangs. You're good at that. It you can only learn, I think, from failing yeah. and then trying again. Mm-hmm. But my bigger hair story, I've talked about this palette before, but I bought this palette, the Sugar Pill Palette. Mm. I saw someone I admire on Twitter wearing this, plugging this color palette, and I was like, I really like it, but I don't think it's going to look good on me. But I kept thinking about it. I kept thinking about it. I looked at it in the store. I looked at this palette for like six months because I think a palette is like a really stupid waste of money for the most mm-hmm. part. Like usually – you, I've spent money, like too much money on really nice palettes and then been like, babe, did you use any of these colors? No. no? Okay, great. Um, but the Sugar Pill palette, I just kept coming back to it. I like kept it in my cart and I kept looking at it. And finally I was like, life is so fleeting and joy is nearly impossible to access. Order the stupid palette for yourself. So I did. And it's cute. It looks like a pill. And <laughs> it's like it looks like a capsule. Yeah, like a, you know? yeah, like a, a pill. Yeah, yeah, and and I love it so much. On a daily basis, I wear like there's kind of an iridescent pink, and then I'll wear like a little like a little iridescent red, like around the corner. That's really in right now, really in. And it makes my eyes really pop. Like I really thought this was like for blue eyed ladies, but like it pops on a brown eye. But there's also like a bright green and a bright turquoise in the Mm. palette. And today I had brunch with my friend Kate, and I thought. Kate appreciates a fun eye. Let me let me please show up for Kate. And so I did. And I think it looks really good. The technical application could be better. Like the ratios are a little wrong. But that's that's just me being a person. I mean, first it here, looks it looks – I mean, that's like the first thing I noticed was like your beautiful – your eyes like stand out. They actually look like your, your, your um, pupils – no, what is it? Your iris actually looks – lighter they look almost green in this and i know this is zoom but they look like almost like a hazel oh my god i think my eyes are hazel but i also think really they're brown but i wear blue like not blue contacts but every contact is a little yeah. blue and i think it has made my eyes so much more beautiful than they actually are so i can never stop i can never get lasik because <laughs> i'm enchanting with they're really contacts. i mean they look, look really your eyes look like very defined like they're defined i can see your pupil that's true i can see your pupil because a lot of people with dark eyes you can't see the pupil um but mm-hmm. like those, i want actually and i need people to see these pupils. i need to have that pill i think i want to want that palette kara with your blue eyes uh, the uh, the world would explode. It, it would look so good. I really recommend it. It's the sugar pill. I, I don't know. Like, uh, I'll look up the name. I'll like post yeah, it or something. Yeah, post it. Is it a yeah. brand or sugar pill just looks like sugar pill is a brand? I think it's a brand. I think, I mean, like, God, what an unsuccessful Googling day that I've had. But it's that brunch, honey. It's that brunch. Yeah, I had three cocktails five hours ago and I am never getting never getting my brain back apparently you you tell your hair story while I look up this brand of of pill of pill um yep so Mm -hmm. my hair story is um do you know the new fox eye we talked about this a while ago that the that yeah oh yeah fox eye eyeliner um eyebrow which is basically no arch to your eyebrow so i watched this tiktoker she said if you have like an arch and it goes and i my my eyebrows go pretty far past my eyes and she said just pluck to to the corner of your eyes so your eyebrows will kind of go a little straighter um because i have a big arch i was having a big arch and i kind of do so i kind of plucked a lot of the side off my eyebrows 
just to give and I've been trying to like actually use um eyebrow pencil or like mascara wands to get them to go straighter because you know that's like like if you look at like all the Kardashians and stuff they have like these straight eyebrows I can never get mine to be straight but I kind of did it like very small I still give myself a little arch because I just feel weird but I did kind of try to trim my eyebrows at the sides to kind of give it more of a mm-hmm. straighter appeal um I don't really think it's anything to me because my face is swollen but it's fine <laughs> I mean, your face is stunning and your eyebrows look great, but what the Kardashians and the Hadid sisters have they done. They've also got lip brow, a brow lift too. Plastic surgery. Yes, that is also a thing. Like, it's extreme. They've had an extreme amount of plastic surgery. And so, like, I, I think if you can't get exactly what they have, oh, yeah. I would not judge yourself. No, yeah. I just was, my, I, because I, I, when I did the show, they did my eyebrows so bad that like almost looked like a raccoon. It kind of curved around my eyes. When I did the, uh, <laughs> the game show, I looked at my eyebrows. I was like, oh God, they really did it be dirty. You looked gorgeous. And I know the furries agree. Oh, thank you. I know that they um, agree. So I just tried to cut my eyebrows a little bit in half because they grow all the way to my ears, basically. Um to the side so that was my story it didn't really it wasn't successful and it wasn't not successful it just kind of was like kind of like a cleanup really to be honest because I can't give myself an eyebrow lift I just can't do it so yeah and that sucks (laughs) you know I guess you could try to tape it and they do have facial tape tape. you guys do have facial tape which is crazy and again this woman I, I follow on Instagram she does like the PDO threads where they like give you that fox eye these women look so cool different right when they do it it's like not attractive at all and they have these like bu- you can see the, the the bars through their skin so you can see it yeah. and it's just no, like how is that attractive and they have headaches for days and maybe weeks it's like not worth it so Mm-mm. no give me old-fashioned botox in my forehead. yeah that's gonna be happening and that does lift a nice little gives you a little nice lift like, I want to leave the vaccine place and go straight to the Botox person. Don't do it before. You heard what happens before you do a COVID or you get your vaccine. It can make you, it can no. make you, if you have filler or you get fresh filler or fresh Botox, apparently it makes you swell because <gasps> COVID, the COVID vaccine makes you, it gives the inflammatory response. And so you're not supposed to take any NSAIDs before you or any medic or any, any pain pills before you get it done or after you get it done because your body needs to swell that's the that's the how long do you have to wait um i don't know the, i don't know the maybe like two days but like they say don't take it before i think it's mostly before you don't want to take it um because your body because you don't want to come in swollen or you don't want to come in with your inflammation suppressed. yes and something that's going to keep your body suppressed like you need to let your body fight off whatever needs to fight off and grow and create okay. those antibodies. So everybody, if you're getting a vaccine, do not get it. Bef- do not take any pill- medication before or like 24 hours after or something like that. Just so your wow. body can swell. And apparently if you have filler or Botox, your face will swell wherever you have it. Um, I'm really glad I know that. Yeah. That's I, I didn't have a plan to actually get Botox, but I'm re- really glad yeah. that I know that. And also the brand is Sugar okay. Pill. The actual product is Capsule Collection C2. And I think that it's Orange Edition, but I'm not 100% sure because every palette that I've looked at online, the colors look like not exactly what I have because I think just of, of the way that they're lit. and the, Okay. But you got an Ulta? I mean, sorry, Sephora? 
I got it at Ulta. I don't think Sephora sells sugar pill. I think only okay. Ulta does, but also plenty of other places do. I'll you know, like up. sugar pill has you can buy it just on sugar pill. Also, great. I'll have to look it up. And oh, there's an Ulta by me somewhere, but I should get it because I want. I need something. I have the same. I've had the same um, eyeshadow my whole life, like a light pink or like a a shimmery tan. Or like, you know, nothing crazy. So like, I would love to do that green. That green is so striking. Oh, thank you. I feel like with Zoom, like I can't wear any of these colors into my office. My office is not a place where people do a fun eye. <laughs> but, but like over Zoom, if I have a fun eye, who's going to say shit right. to me? You mm-hmm. know? No one. They will not notice, first of all. But second of all, my in my professional day-to-day life, but second of all, like, what are they going to say? I'm in my house. Like, excuse me. You look too provocative on this screen right here. Um, We need to yeah. turn around. Do you have to like do a background or do you stay your, keep your background where it is right now? What do you do work? Um, I blur my background on Teams. Great. And I put up a background for Zoom. Great. And it's mostly because I'm a messy person. Like I wish I wasn't, but we know I am. <laughs> and a little bit of it is just like, I don't know, this is my hat. Like – I did abandon the background the other day and was like, wow, you've really given up. Like, you've really, like, been like, okay, well, I guess there's no problem. I mean, on this now they're learning about auditions and, like, my Brian was talking about how, you know, um, they, you need to have, like, a good back. People are saying, casting director, like, you need to have a good background. You need to have a good camera. You need to have a good, you should get a stylist to, like, act, or a room device, or somebody to do your back. A stylist, I swear to I know, Christ. it's like, why don't we make every actor just, all the poor people just can't do it. Like, it's just, it's crazy with their what they're doing and you have to have a whole setup like you're lucky we're lucky the podcast where we have the stuff we already have but it's a lot it's not cheap to do everything so no it's just it's weird I just have a blue backdrop is that wrong I'm no nothing's wrong nothing is wrong they just want you to stand out it's kind of one of those things where it's like if you have a stylist you're back <sighs> if you have a cool background or you have a somebody come in and interior designer and help you like figure out a wall for your auditions like it's stupid I just like I would die to work with any of these casting directors, like truly be so grateful and thrilled. But if you have so little imagination that the only way you can remember an actor is because their background stood out, maybe you need to find more interesting actors. Yeah. Because like that's ridiculous. Yeah. That's, a, that's a silly ask. Well, they're like, if, if, if the actor is making the director or whoever the casting director of their life easier by making them look good, then they're like, great, we'll use them all the time. But like it's just it just sucks. It just is like – I mean, I, I Brian had an audition the other day, and our internet went, went completely out, and it was a live audition, completely out. Our internet was out because they were doing uh, in our neighborhood. They were doing a bunch of repairs. So, and there's nothing. You and can so do. we had to go to somebody's house during COVID. Thank God they're in our, our little COVID bubble. But if that wasn't it, like, what is going to happen if the internet goes out completely? Like, you're you're like, I can't show up. Like, my computer's not dialing up. Like, there's just so many other factors that come in when it's virtual. Mm-hmm. But you know this. Well, if you've got a perfect background in your hands or if you're holding a gorgeous eyebrow, eye, eyeshadow palette that you just got, you just pulled it out of the mail, um, or you're holding your third brunch cocktail in your hand, put it down because you need your hands free because you are going to put those little handsies together to clap for our fabulous, fabulous guest, Jenny Arimoto! Hi, Jenny. Welcome to the pod. How are you? So good. Excited to be here. We're excited to have you. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, how, uh, how is your hair? How I, so I knew Jenny back when she had black hair that just grew out of her head. You know, she <laughs> cut it. It was so cute. And we've gone on a journey this year and I want to talk about every single step of it. Oh, absolutely. Well, I've obviously like everyone else, I <laughs> lost my mind and felt so out of control <laughs> mid pandemic that I decided <laughs> that it was time to do something. So I cut my hair and gave myself curtain bangs and that was not enough. So then I decided it was time to dye my virgin hair pink. <gasps> the so first time? Pink. Your yeah, first time ever dying. Oh my God. Yes. That is like, that is, that's like going from being a virgin to like having an orgy yes. with like 20 strangers. Like yes. I sometimes color my grays and I'm like, I'm dying my hair. I'm wild. <laughs> and it's like, if you, if you just know me, you would never know that I dye my hair because it looks just like the hair I've always had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You, you like put on a strap on and you went into the sex party. You did. absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I've never had sex before. Give me 40 people in a room, sweaty, (laughs) holding things. Just really Um, gentle. Let's do a train and not, I'm not just being run a train on, I'm running a train. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. There's, we're at a Grand Central Station situation. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So I just went right in. And the person who did it told me that that's actually fairly normal for people to go from like natural to something not like blonde, but like the next step, which is some crazy color. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, if we're going to go for it, we're going to go for it. So I went for mm-hmm. pink in the fall and then dyed it pink again before the holidays. Cause I was like, I need to impress yes. my family. Um, yeah. I don't want them to see my roots. And then this last round I decided, okay, I'm going to try blonde and then probably phase back to my normal black hair just because of cost reasons. But you know what? The longer this pandemic goes on, the likelihood of me going back gets smaller and smaller. So right. we can't go back. Knows? Yeah. We're in the pandemic. We yeah, can never you're going to have really to keep trying to exactly. color it. Like, do you have a. Did, so when you got your hair uh, cut, you cut it first, right? You cut it completely. Like, was it really long before? So I hadn't cut my hair for some crazy long period at the beginning of the pandemic and I was too scared to go. And then I just like, it was pretty long. I usually have it fairly short, but then I, you know, everything started opening up in New York again. And I was like, I'm going to chop it off. And I just didn't, it didn't feel like enough. I was like, this isn't enough. I don't feel anything right now. So I was like, let's go, let's go color. So I hear a lot about curtain bangs online. (laughs) I'm on the internet, (laughs) but I don't, can you say are curtain bangs like they go along the side of your face like a yes. like a literal curtain yes like they're pulled back a little bit right from mm-hmm. like it's like usually from a mid part yeah kind of like and this a little comes- bit I have a little bit of a curtain bang I just cut my bangs Tara's kind of doing and and they uh were supposed they were originally for across bangs but they're too long now so we had a big drama. we had a big drama <laughs> with my bangs um but so I feel you it's a curtain bang so this is the first time you've ever having curtain bangs bangs oh yeah yeah I mean I just made the switch to a middle part I think yeah. it was like last May when I was beginning to not feel anything I was like okay let's begin with the part change yeah I mean already wild like in regular times just changing your part is wild but we are through the fucking looking glass exactly hair and feeling control through your hair and listen Gen Z Gen Z is all about the middle part like that's if you are a side part and skinny jeans you're a sad millennial so we gotta we gotta try to embrace the middle part which I've actually always had a middle part for the most part but yeah, when you change your part, it really affects your whole head. <laughs> totally. It was, 
at the time a huge decision. Also, I'm glad I did it in May because I feel like I didn't do it because millennials are getting bullied by Gen Z people yeah. online. I'm like, I didn't, I was ahead of that. Yeah. No one was getting bullied yet. I just okay, good. Made the yeah. You were ahead of the curve. Good for you. Yeah, I just wanted to feel something. <laughs> and I didn't feel much and- when I did it. <laughs> It's tough. It's tough to cut curtain bangs and be like, this is going to be huge. And then be like, oh, nothing matters. Yeah, just didn't same. do it. Yeah, exactly. And so then to dye your hair from like very dark mm-hmm. to bleached enough to be gorgeous pink. Like I think I saw you right after you went pink and it was so good. But it was so, it was so pink. I just like it made an impact on my soul oh, in a wow. good way. Thank you. Yes, you saw it, I think, within 12 hours of it being done. Oh, or something was, it like like that. A, was it a hot pink or like a coral pink or like a light pink? What was it? I was trying to go pastel pink. Mm-hmm. And basically, my hairdresser was like, we can't just make it pastel. Like, it's going to be bright pink. And then it'll wash into a more pastel-y color. Yeah. So Amanda saw me truly when it was like hot. Like, it was it was hot pink for I, sure. Was, for and it was hot. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sorry, but it was hot. That is so – people were stopping. People were whipping their heads around in the park like, who's that girl? What's going on? Oh. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then I made you um, accompany me in filming a video about it. I was lucky enough to be part of a production team that filmed a video about Jenny's hair. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> um, but, yeah, when I got it done, it was a whole thing. I think it took, like, four to five hours. I have to – I had to, like, spend most of it just bleaching, which yeah. is a very painful experience. And really? then. Yeah. Like it hurts your actual scalp. Scalp, yeah. Yeah. And I couldn't get it all the way white because my hair is so dark. And so then um, she basically was like, okay, it's going to be a little darker than you want it to be, but it'll be fine. The next round will be great. It's like one of those situations where you have to build on it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it was, I felt, I don't know, I felt like, um, I felt something more than when I cut my bangs. So that was exciting. Yeah. To see your hair the first round of the bleach, the first bleach comes off. Is it like that yellow, like, was it, and you're just like, what did I just do? Yeah, I look like that one, like, is it, I don't watch Dragon Ball Z, so I don't know why I decided to reference it, but you know, like, <laughs> when they, Goku, the main character, when he powers up, he has yellow hair. That was me. That was you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so for the furries who love Dragon Ball Z, you guys have it in your head. Yeah. yeah. You know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> this is context for you. Yeah. <laughs> A perfect reference. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you look at it and you're like, oh my God, but. Pink is coming on top of it. Well, you also yeah. you, you had to do like how many rounds of bleach to get it to the to the whitest it could get? Basically, I did two rounds and she was like, okay, I don't want to break your hair. Yeah. So this is <laughs> as far as we'll go. And I was like, that's so upsetting. Cool. It's Let's terrifying. not do that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, thank you for not breaking it. <laughs> yeah. Because you have thick hair. You have good thick hair, right? You have good like thick, very yeah, beautiful, yeah. luscious hair. I think... I got very lucky that I have thick hair that can handle it because mm-hmm. she said that like a lot of people don't. So at least you can do a couple rounds. Yeah. A lot of people don't. Sorry. I've always wanted to do that. That's really cool that you were able to like just, you know, not have any hair clumps. You haven't had any hair clumps fall out, have you? No, not yet. Oh. I don't know. <gasps> no, 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 no. Your hair is. <laughs> oh, I'm knocking on wood. Your hair is too oh, much of a veteran. It can't now. You've, you've already done it twice. You're good. I think it's. Yeah, I, I think, think you're safe. I think we're good. I think I, I feel good. I don't know. We'll see. Who knows? 2021. I mean, 2021, we could all come out, bo- like, we could all come out, like, full Mad Max. Yeah, we could. don't know. Also, maybe that'll be the next trend. You know how right now it's, like, middle parts are in. Maybe the next one will be, like, Mad Max. What it is? Mad Max. 
<laughs> the, net, the trend of 2022 is we all drive dune buggies in yeah. the desert can, and it's full of Mad Max. Yes. Can you imagine if we had, like, if that was a trend, it's like, everyone, it's time to shave your head. Like, what if that was really the trend? I mean, it's been the trend. Like, yeah. I know, I but don't like, know it w- how many times you guys have watched Empire Records, but. After I watched it, I was like, maybe I will shave my head just like Deb, the coolest person who works at this record store. I think if it became enough of a big trend where everyone was doing it and also young people were yelling at old people about it, yeah, I would do it. I will say, I I don't remember such a like generational fight in the past, and it feels and I don't I don't like this narrative, but it does feel like our generation is too sensitive to the teens not thinking we're cool mm-hmm. like who cares well, all we wanted to, well, millennials the all they wanted cool. to be accepted because <laughs> the boomers ignored us <laughs> i mean bad news millennials you can't buy a house and no one thinks you're cool no, okay true which of those things is actually a bigger problem <laughs> true i'd I, rather have a house i do think no it's, one's ever gonna think i'm cool it's almost like we're clinging on to this fight because we're like the other fights are harder so this right too big. we'll wrap eminem and try exactly. to prove that we're cool yeah we will <laughs> we will wrap eminem. that's god that statement is so brutal like that that's what we're like like I, like, did I listen to Lose Yourself before every audition for, like, seven years? Yeah, of course. Obviously. Yeah. I can rap the whole thing. You know, but, like, Eminem was my first ever sex dream. Ever. He was my first. <gasps> wow. Yes. In high school, I had my first sex dream about Eminem. So he holds wow. a very special place in my heart. <laughs> That's, That's very really formative. Nice. That's really cool. Yeah. That's beautiful, actually. Yeah, you should know, Jenny, that Kara's husband is actually really nice and like, yeah. doesn't want to put women in the trunk. No. And so she <laughs> has true. evolved past that. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that that's not like a weird preference thing that seeped into yeah. your brain after that. Mm-hmm. I'm really, I'm glad I'm, that that I am out. too. I mean, I did yeah. love, I love, I loved a guy with a bleached head for a little bit, but that's about right. it. And Who soon did? we're all going to look did? like that. We're yeah. all going to look like yeah. Eminem soon. I'm sure. Yeah. It's going to happen. Soon we're all going to look like Eminem or if you have curly hair. Justin Timberlake, and that's too bad, uh, but that's what it's that, going to be. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, man, his hair was so romany. Like, it was just like a ramen mop. Yes. Yeah. I never was that into Justin. Sorry. I, I think I'm just not an NSYNC person, but I mm-hmm. even while, while watching NSYNC, I was like, hmm, he's not the one doing it for me. JC was, okay? Oh, JC was sure. so hot. Yeah. JC was the hot one. He was the hot one. Um, and I respect NSYNC as musicians, but for me, it was always Howie from the Backstreet Boys because he seemed nice. And then, like, I think, a, like a few years later, I was like, "Oh, it's Kevin." Oh, it's Kevin. And that has that has stuck. Like, it's Kevin. Kevin can. It's get Kevin. Period. It. Period. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's always been Kevin. Kevin was always a hot, like, quiet one with the dark hair. Yeah, and it's fine that he has a goatee, but if we got married, I would change that immediately. Oh, yeah. That would be number one on the list. Kevin's eyebrows used to scare me because they were so prominent. They were. Do you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. they were, like, painted on. I remember being, like, young and pointing that out to my parents. They were like, I don't know what to do with this information, but I was like, his eyebrows (laughs) are very thick and very prominent. Kevin was, like, like, just – slightly too much of a man to be in a boy band yes even at the beginning like kevin was the man for the women who liked the boy band yes. whereas like the rest of us we were girls liking the boy band like right nick carter was it until he hit paris hilton and then it was sort of like i forgot about okay, that. okay well now he can't be it um oh but you, you know aaron carter he's a mess too right now 
Oh my god, it's so I, sad. It's so sad. I don't think I don't think anything great happened to the Carter. No, I no. think they've had. I think there was some trauma that both of them experienced as children. And I went to go see Aaron Carter, and I think I want to say 2014 or 2015. Oh. Okay, <laughs> like I was a full working adult, and I went to go see Aaron <laughs> Carter. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the strangest nights I've ever had. They were like, "Where, where was this? What venue was he performing?" <laughs> yeah. In? So I was living in San Francisco, and he performed at a venue called Slims, which is a very, a fairly small venue. And the audience size was probably less than fifty, if not, it's smaller than that. And okay. most of them were the parents or friends of the kids who were the opening acts, because he had like five opening oh. acts and they were all children like oh. they were all i think the oldest might have been like 13 or 14 oh no i don't like this i don't like this there's this is like a million a peacock's worth of red flags are going up yes. for me and i don't like it and i only went because my other friend couldn't go so she gave me her ticket and i was like well this will be a story and i went and it was like one of the saddest experiences <gasps> i've ever had <laughs> it felt so bad Every, it just you know when you're somewhere and you're like I'm sad for all of us that we're here it was like that yeah. no I don't feel yeah. bad I just feel kind of just like it was mm, awkward we're all sad yeah was it yeah like you, we wanted more for all of the yes. Disney kids we wanted more for Lindsay we wanted more for etc you know like Hillary Duff turned out fine but we wanted more, we wanted more for, them. for all of them Aaron Carter was in the Fantastics which like ran in New York for a hundred years at the Snapple Theater, which was, like, on 50th and, I think, Broadway, 50th and 7th. You know where 7th and Broadway are, like, I can't remember which is farther west. Yeah. But the further west one, it's there. And it used to have these giant spinning Snapple caps on the theater. And the Fantastics ran there for, like, I think 100 years. Maybe only 10, but, like, so long. And for a little while, Aaron Carter was in it. And I was, like, he's going to turn this around. He's in the Fantastics. And then apparently after that, he you saw him after, after that. Yeah. 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 It wasn't great. But that actually reminded me that Aaron Carter was my first, not sex dream, I was too young, but like kissing dream. Oh, <gasps> the kissing dream. Yeah. Mm. Like in elementary school, I think that was, yeah. that After he did his Lizzie McGuire um, episode where they kiss, I had a dream that I was her. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yes. And I don't remember my first dream of any like I don't remember but I will say like Val Kilmer as Batman in Batman Forever was my sexual awakening oh I think that's like I was like we were like in third grade third grade or pretty young young. I got my period when I was 10 so like it kind of makes sense that the hormones were like kicking in before Mm -hmm. then yeah and I was like he's like aloof he is handsome. He seems a little mean and to this day you know I mean have you seen him have you seen him to this day Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. <laughs> I I don't what I don't like about Val Kilmer, I don't mind that he's gotten older. I don't either. Uh, you know, that happens. But I don't like that he seems a lot less nice. Yeah. Like Is that- I liked him to be like he was aloof as Bruce Wayne, but I don't like for the actor to not be nice. Right. Has he done Is something? He not nice? he, Is he not nice? Has he done something? I think he is very, like, aloof and very, like, diva-ish behind the scenes. Uh, and that's alleged. Mm. So Val Kilmer, don't come for me unless you're going to come for me. And I'm winking, oh, you know? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. don't come for me unless you want to come for me. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> I'm winking, but I, I have heard that he's, like, a little, like, 
I think for a lot of these like hot male actors, and I'm talking about hot white male actors specifically, like a lot of them were told like, you're the next Richard Gere, you're the next big thing. We can't all be the next Richard Gere. Mm -mm. And so like, I think that that has like colored a lot. Like, do you know who Maxwell Caulfield is? Was he on The Nanny? No. Grease too. Oh. So no. (laughs) No. Okay. I, I also I also Max thought Sheffield. the nanny guy. Yeah, Max Sheffield. Max okay. Sheffield was a character's name. Was a character's name. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that that actor is actually cool. Like, if you've been on a soap opera, I think generally you're cool. Yeah. Because like that's a really hard workload. Mm-hmm. Maxwell Caulfield is this guy. He's British. He was the hot guy in Greece too. And mm-hmm. he was told at the time like, "You're the next big thing, baby. Everybody is gonna want to like, s your d to Oscar Town." And he thinks that Grease 2 ruined his career because it is so bad. And I own Grease 2, and I agree that it's very bad. Like, I, I, it's one of my favorite films, but it, it could ruin. But it didn't ruin, career. what's her name? Didn't ruin um, Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer. It sure did not. And so, like, he's very bitter. Imagine if you're told you're the next big thing, baby, and you're in the sequel to Grease, the biggest musical that's ever been on screen. And you're in it. It's a huge fucking joke, but the person who co stars with you becomes a movie star yeah. right he's better he played rex manning in empire records to tie it back oh i and those are his two big roles i haven't seen either but now i do feel like i need to watch both it's important for me it, to get to know this actor who didn't make it yeah that's funny because i don't remember his i can't picture what he looks like i only know michelle Pfeiffer he's from that. so handsome he's so handsome but he's handsome of his exact time yeah you know like yeah the vibes that were popular then yeah Yes. And, like, to see him play this, like, washed-out rocker in Empire Records. Empire Records is a much better movie than Grease 2. Empire Records is a good movie. Grease 2 is a fun movie. Mm. (laughs) And it is, like, it it just is so fascinating. Because, like, I would kill to have two roles 25 years apart that were, like, big deals. Right. But for him, he thought he was going to be a legend. And, alas, and alas... Alas, we and thought you were. An actor. Yeah, we thought she's you were Max actor. Sheffield, a fake from, character from the nanny, <laughs> a, a fake Broadway producer from, from the, the, the nanny. The nanny. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Max Caulfield. Oh, so man. sorry, Maxwell. <laughs> it's yeah. I just like. I don't. Also, iconic hair in both roles. Yeah. Yeah. I need to wa- look. I need to watch it. I did not know Michelle Pfeiffer was in it. I. That's, That's very much she was on my list. gorgeous. I she I think she's absolutely drop dead gorgeous in everything she does. Gorgeous yes. every day, but she was so young mm-hmm. in this, and like she was gorgeous in a way that was like wild. Yeah. Like it was before she was Michelle Pfeiffer. Right, she right. was just Michelle Pfeiffer, an actor. If you can't find it, I have the DVD and I will loan it to you. Okay, great. I just need to find a DVD player. To play yeah. the DVD. I also have a DVD player. So actually, let's take a COVID test. Let's watch it yes, inside. Yes, yes. Perfect. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the way to do it. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I don't know who my first sex dream was, but all those men were important to me. <laughs> a blonde washed out man who's a diva on set is apparently very important to me. Do you like a good long hair, Amanda? Do you like long hair? Uh, you know um, no, I don't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, not a good, no. not a little bit of like a little pony, a little pony. I, 
Look, it's COVID times, and it's been a long time for me now because of COVID. So am I kicking a pony out of bed? I'm certainly not. I certainly am not. Not too good for a pony, but would it be my first choice? No. No. I like a man who looks like – I think being from the South, like – there's some stuff that you grow past and you like learn to expand your horizons and there's some things where it's like I would really like you to have like a pretty nice haircut like just sort of like nicely combed over mm-hmm. and like neat and trim. Well my husband during quarantine Amanda saw a couple of pictures of him his hair was uh, a wild like I don't know what it was going it was long and then he did a show where they cut it and they cut it to look like a little like a little <laughs> Like a what do you call his name from um, Shrek the the evil guy in Shrek? Oh, um, <laughs> Lord oh my Farquaad. God, Farquaad. Farquaad. Yeah, Lord Farquaad. He had the Lord Farquaad haircut for so long, and it was like <laughs> the, the the hairstylist was like, "We're just gonna cut it like an inch," and it was like four inches, and then Whoa. made it look good for the show, so they greased it back and looked like a slimy cop, which was what he played, and. Then- he came out of makeup his hair was like a triangle and it was it was so bad and um he finally cut it and he, he looks great he looks great then but it was just interesting to see like the different type of like long hair on certain men just don't work totally i mean we're, i don't know if we're past this point but whenever man buns really became a thing i did not like it I still yeah. don't really like man buns. Um, is it still a thing? Is that it's a still, thing that people want? I mean, with the beard, with I the think big it's fat a thing beard. now because it's like mm-hmm. incident. Like it's like why he? You don't know if they chose it or because they're like don't want to get a haircut during COVID. Right, right. right. I mean, because for a while it was a style choice. Like yeah. people were growing yeah. it out and saying this is what mm-hmm. I want. Um, I'm not a huge fan if it's that long, but then you know, like Dev Patel long. I just think Dev Patel is so hot now. Since Slumdog Millionaire, he's really mm-hmm. grown up and he has mm-hmm. that like shaggy. Ugh. I like that long uh, but hair. But that's the thing is like a very handsome man with long hair. That's is, like, styled. Oh, a hair I mean, that's yeah. styled. Oh. It needs to be styled. Is, if it's just a bun, it's not going to be styled. If it's a styled long look, yes. perfect. Yes. And not every man has the texture for long hair. Like I don't really have the texture for long hair, but I do it and I put serums on it mm-hmm. and I like – do shit to it so that it, whether you it's do shit? Or straight, it looks nice. Kara. <laughs> <laughs> but like men don't necessarily know to take those same Correct. beauty steps. And right. so like if you're going to have long hair, you need to make a choice for it to be nice and beautiful. And if your hair is nice and beautiful, I don't trust you because I think you're probably too handsome for me. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's just like there's no way to win with me if you're a man, I guess. <laughs> I want you to love me, but I'm so scared of you. <laughs> I dated a guy for like a second with hair like past his shoulders, like really deep, deep in his back, like long hair to his back. And um, it was like one, it was like one day. It was like one date. Um, and I remember being like, his hair is like a golden, beautiful, like Goldilocks Rapunzel thing. Did it, it look good? It looked, I mean, he looked like um, Brad Pitt in that movie with his, when he had long hair at the time. The Legend of the Fall. Yes. He looked like the he looked like the version of that, that which I was like, okay, I can get into this. And then and then he was the most boring person I'd ever met because I think he spent so much time on his hair that nothing ever happened after that. And we know that actually you can spend hours on your hair talking about it, thinking about it, doing all that stuff, and still be interesting, <laughs> right? And dynamic, mm-hmm. But <laughs> but some people, all their personality goes only into only their into their hair. hair. They can't even yeah. talk about yeah. their hair. They just think they're mm-hmm. just thinking about it. Hair care. That's all. That's all they're doing all day. And we went mm-hmm. on an outside date, so he wanted the wind to purposely blow through his hair. It was clearly obvious. He was planning this. Whole I thing. also think an outside date in non-COVID times is disgusting. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> I, I like 
I genuinely believe for a first date, you should be in a darker room. Mm-hmm. You should be, if you don't drink, fine. But, like, there should be, like, an edge taken off the day. Yeah. So, like, if it's not a drink, it's, like, just, like, it's later in the evening. You're having, I don't know, chamomile tea or <laughs> more ideally a tequila and soda with a splash of lime. Right. Uh, like, I... I, I told Kara about, I think I've talked about this date before, but I went on this date with this, like, amazing man. He was so interesting. He was so smart. He was Moroccan, so he had this, mm-hmm. like, gorgeous French accent. Mm-hmm. And we had the most fun date. Like, truly so fun. And then, like, I was like, okay, it's time to cut this date off because it's a first date. We're, like, we both have been drinking for, like, a little while. So let's, like, say goodnight, go home, we'll see each other again. And, like, that's what we did. And then he was like, oh, I'll just ride the subway with you. And the chemistry died in the bright light of the subway. <laughs> yeah. You know? I could see that. Whereas, like, like, I think that if we had had another date, I th- I just, I think, like, there's something about seeing, like, too much of somebody right away that's, like, let me fall in love with you because right now I, like, barely trust you. I just think you're, like, nice and smart and, like, know a lot about, like, French politics. Yes. That totally makes sense to me. Also, just like not only is the lighting bad, but just the stress and then what do you call it? Like the lameness of being on the subway. Do you know what I mean? Like people are, it smells bad or like other people are being annoying and like you're just in the middle of that trying to keep it sexy. That's hard to do. Yeah. Yeah, like you're like, I'm trying not to be too drunk because like I didn't have dinner because I didn't think this day would go so long. Right. And, And now like, People are asking us for a change and like, do we give change or not give change? And are we going to judge each other for what yeah. we do? Yeah. Yes. There's, there's a lot more like writing lot on that. Of, yeah, yeah. I guess that makes mm-hmm. sense. The guess about LA is you can just jump in your car and be like, I got to go. Bye. We're getting an Uber, which is so helpful. God. <laughs> but then you have to talk to the Uber driver. Like after something is done, after a date is done, after a show is done, I want like time away from other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that psychotic? No. We don't have to talk to an Uber driver. You can be on. You can just sit and like look out the window, <laughs> and say thank I, you and hello and thank you. It'd be very polite, but you don't have to say anything to him. I get her. so anxious in Uber car, like in Ubers, because I just I feel like I need to converse because I'm like, oh, yes. I'm not just. I'm like I care about you as a person. Yes. And so then I end up being the person I don't want to talk, but I go out of my out way of my way to talk to create usually, conversation. It's usually that's with me on the way somewhere, and then on the way home, I kind of reading their energy because I'm sure they're like over having drunk people. You're just like you try to act as not like inebriated as possible. Yeah, yes. you're like, hello, it's great to see you. Thank you so much for and you're like, like me. yeah. But I haven't been an Uber in like over a year. I don't know how I'm gonna do it again. Back when it when it when it opens up again, I haven't been an Uber. Oh yeah, it's been. It's been so long. And also now, like, I've taken a couple Ubers just, like, get to the airport, mm-hmm. but, like, to go back to my family. But in those, it's just you don't talk. Yeah. Everything – you're, like, covered. Everything's covered. And you're just, like – which is – I mean, I'm good with that vibe. It keeps you in a bubble. It keeps you in the <laughs> yeah. bubble. And you're yeah. Like, you don't mind the vibe. You're forced to do anything. Yeah. 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 But I- then you can't check the, like, don't talk to me on the Uber app. That seems, like, elitist and weird. Yeah. It's like, can I not set my own boundaries? But the answer is I can't. Yes. Like, I don't want to talk. Yeah. But my people-pleasing need yeah, is me like too. too strong. Oh, for sure. I'm going to go out of my way, start monologuing if they're quiet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The yeah. thing about Uber and the whole thing about the city. Yeah. Like, I try to take cabs in New York when you can because, mm-hmm. like, the cab drivers are being driven out of business right. by the Uber drivers. Um, The last time I took a car, 
I went to I manned the polls. Thank you for election day. And <laughs> you're supposed to be there at five a.m. Oh, Jesus, five a.m. Oh, which God. is not an a.m. I'm familiar with. Mm-hmm. And so like I was like, well, I don't know, just like get a get a cab at four thirty. So I go outside. There are no cabs at four thirty. <laughs> I don't, and I don't know if that's because of Uber or just because of COVID or because there are never cabs at 4.30. I don't know. But you would think there were because, well, I guess bars are not open at that point. So was, there was nobody I was there. Say, I think yeah. because of COVID. I'm sure there were more cabs yeah. before, but like who's out anymore yeah. before 5? Yeah, because bars used to close at 4 yeah. here in the city. Yeah. So at 4.30, it is like kind of reasonable to think, oh, there'll be cabs. Like right. not every bar is like a 4, 4 a.m. hard close. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say how I know that. But – I I tried for 10 minutes just I stood there for 10 minutes just waiting for a cab like a dummy because it's like there are no cabs what are you you're waiting for nothing yeah out here and then I got an uber and the uber still took 10 minutes I was so late to the polls but fortunately the NYPD was much later and you can't open the polls without them being there to unlock this cabinet for you Mm -hmm. so Thanks to the NYPD's ineptitude yes. and lack of care for our communities, mm-hmm. I didn't look bad. Oh, and that's good. what's really that's cool. a, that's and the that's, real message we're taking from this. Yeah, and that's actually why the NYPD is so great. You know, their incompetence <laughs> makes you look good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Their their incompetence makes your like lesser incompetence seem minor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I love them. Uh, <laughs> I do remember once I ran into a cop at two AM in a bar when I was like you know, a 23-year-old hot young thing and was, like, out. Kara and I have a friend um, who I lived with when, like, we first moved to the city, and we would go, like, out. Like, we would go to, like, 33rd and 3rd and, like, dance on the – and, like, try to, like, meet dudes. And, like, we met this cop. His name was – I guess his name was Harry. That's probably fine to say. And in my head, I was like, this man is way too old for me. Like, at 2 a.m. in this dark bar, I can tell this man is – too, too old. old for me. And we didn't go out. He texted me a bunch of times, and I just never texted him back. So I was like, this man is old. I don't want this. Like, I think he might be too old for me now. You know? Like, yeah. And now I wouldn't date a cop. But yeah. even back then. No. I was Amanda, like, you're I always going to be the, F- uh, uh, the firemen are going to be your thing. Yeah, Kara and I when we we did summer stock at this small in this small town, we really ran through the fire. We did because <laughs> mind you, the theater was on top of the fire station, so oh. we literally saw them all the time. And the actresses were on top of the fire. Oh yes. <laughs> Oh my god, that was... it was a lot of fun because firemen have to carry like a lot of weight like, mm-hmm. to train. They have to carry like right. big sacks, so they're used to throwing people around, and that's an endorsement for sleeping with a fire. Right? Yeah, <laughs> that's a pro. That's a, actually a huge pro. Mm-hmm. He's it's actually like a huge pro. Yeah. Like you can't even imagine their training prepares them for sex in a way that like men who have other jobs are not. No, right. their endurance no. is ridiculous, and they um, yeah. can lift and move things. High above their heads. I bet you they have yeah. good breath, like breath work. Yes. Because like they have yeah. to prepare for being in smoke. So I'm sure they're just fully they, trained. Yeah. They do like foreplay where you crawl on the ground with your elbows. <laughs> but once you get past that, it's all fun. Yeah, yeah. 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 They enter yeah. every room like that on your just crawling yeah. in. Oh, that's, kind yeah. of actually, and that's also how they leave. Like they're like, thank you for a beautiful night. Yeah. And then they hit the floor <laughs> and they army they crawl army out. Crawl out. <laughs> they army crawl out. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of hot. It's real hot, actually. Think about it. Yeah. It is actually really hot, yeah. <laughs> or they climb out your window. Yes. One yeah, or the they other. they will do that. 
they if you've got one of those little ladders that rolls out, they'll mm-hmm. be like, just gonna test this. <laughs> yeah. And then they unroll they it, roll and they it climb yeah. right out. One arm, they kind of just do one mm-hmm. arm down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No big deal, babe. And <laughs> and you know what? Their wives never miss them. Yeah. And that's what's really uh that's cool. That's cool. Oh, Part of hooking up with a fireman when you're in your very early twenties. Yes. Love it. Love it. Yeah. We love a municipality. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know, Jenny, what else about your hair? Eyebrows? Uh, <laughs> trying to take away from... <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm Asian, so I feel like my hair care is pretty, like, low-key. Probably just, like, a lot less than um, maybe other people do. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I've been, like, I've barely been waxing yeah. because of wow. the world that we're in. Mm-hmm. Do you need it? Do you have a lot of do you have a lot of like needs for waxing, or not really? No, in regular times. In regular times, I mean, I do it. I've been doing it since um I was like young because I was a swimmer, so yeah, like that was more just oh. like built in. Yeah, um, I think swimmers, the expectation was like everyone shows up waxed. Well, it was just because like once you wear your swimsuit, which was pretty high cut, it's just you had you to can yeah. see it. So it's like you just had to do it. So I yeah. think. That was just built in even before, like, other reasons, you know? It was like, oh, they just mm-hmm. do this because of um, cleanliness and, like, looks reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that was just, like, built into my thing, um, like, my schedule. Um, but I've been, I don't know, pretty lax <laughs> the past year in the pandemic. Because sure. I, I just can't be bothered. I just deal with my head hair now. I mean, yeah, that's all really that matters. You you have really really nice eyebrows. If yeah. you're not doing anything to them, I'm impressed. Oh my god, thank you. Yeah, I'm I pluck them sometimes, but I really I haven't been I haven't gone to get them done in a really really long time. How do you get a, do you get wax or do you get like threading or what do you have done? I've switched to threading. Yeah, me too. Um, because it's just gentler. Um, and I don't know why. Then waxing? You yeah, think? yeah. You don't think so? I've never done threading I'm too scared and I stopped waxing like I just I have so much eyebrow mm-hmm. that I can't really have a growing out period because it's all a growing out period yeah, like yeah. I just have to be in there all the time yeah I like it. I think threading is so gentle and nice and it's like it doesn't feel like it's tugging at my skin which I think I made up this I just realized I made this up because I never researched it I was like <laughs> waxing will cause um wrinkles earlier which once again i that's based on no science i just made no, it up that's in my real. head is that real that's real okay it's that's just, real i've at least heard that i i've only heard this for your vagina or your vulva and i never know which is right and i can't wait for someone to correct me um but the outside part of your genitals when you're getting them waxed if you wax it all the time it can cause the skin to sag more prematurely yeah so like pulling for your skin. eyebrows it makes sense yeah because it just you're pulling yeah you're pulling mm-hmm. at it so i just once again, one day just decided. I'm like, well, I'm a threading gal now mm-hmm. based off of the science she that threads. I feel is right. And that's how I live my life. <laughs> just, I love that. Yeah. I respect that. One thread yeah. at a time. I, I do mm-hmm. the same. I thread. I haven't gotten a while, but I do thread. I think threading, you know, hurts, but it's, you know, it, it, it's, it's more, cl- it's like precise. Mm-hmm. And you don't leave with like a big red line on yes. your face. Yes. So you don't get red after they like you do, but it's not rape against your. But it's skin. not you're not putting a chemical or any like thing on your skin. So like it's just like you're plucking it quickly. Mm-hmm. So it's not like um it's not a rip of the skin. Like your skin's not being touched, just your hair. Yeah, kind of waxing like, your could hair. Could you 
Because you know how if you get waxed, they say like, oh, are you using like different or Retin-A or something? Because they can, it can cause like the top layer of to your skin off. to come mm-hmm. off with the wax, which is like so upsetting. <laughs> like yeah. that's so disgusting. Does that not happen with threading? No, because you're not touching no. your skin. It's only getting your, it's only grabbing your hair. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, it's just like large scale plucking. Yeah. Basically. Wow. Okay. It definitely does. All it right. definitely does not feel good though, like on your lips or. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel great. But no, waxing also doesn't feel. Great. It doesn't. <laughs> the one thing about waxing there's, is there's nothing that does that does feel like oh I'm not punishing my body just for growing hair. Yeah, totally. But waxing is quicker. It gets done quicker. But like threading, it does like you there. It takes a while to get through it, so you do feel pain for a longer period of time. And someone could make a bazillion dollars if they made it feel like a massage. Could you imagine if oh, like yeah. hair removal was a massage? I would oh, be doing it all God. the time. <laughs> I wish. Wow. I figured that out. That's honestly, and if you figure that out, we'd love to partner. Yeah, yeah. We'll advertise the <laughs> shit out of your idea on our podcast. Yeah, you know, I have a lot of ideas, good ideas like that. Like, um, make this bad thing good. And that's usually yeah. my yeah. idea. Yeah, and that's usually how <laughs> things get done. Right. But I do think like for women and for like people who want to be hairless, nobody cares to make it less painful. Oh, no. No. Like that's not making things less painful. Like it's the same with birth control. Like you know how they were like men can't take birth control. It makes them too crazy. Right. But when women take birth control, they're like women are already crazy. There's no way to test if it makes them worse. Yes. And it's like no, it's it, it makes everybody feel worse. Do you know right. why? You know why we PMS, really right? You know what what hormone actually is spiking? No. Testosterone. That actually so, makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm, so look, we get angry. We have the testosterone build up because that's what men, you know, men are always angry. I'm just kidding. They're not always angry. Yeah, totally. But um, <laughs> I mean, some are. I mean, okay. Are you guys watching Floribama Shore? Is everyone in the world watching Floribama Shore? I assume yes. <laughs> um, I did not know anyone actually watched that. So yeah, this is I didn't actually know very was- illuminating. You're speaking to someone who does. I also, my brother and sister-in-law watch it. And like, when I have people in my life who I love and we can have a show together, I feel like that's so exciting to be like, our show is Floribama Shore. So like, we all watch Floribama Shore and then we like text about it. And on it, there are, there are like, I think it's seven, I think it's seven people, six or seven people. And it's like, everyone is normal except for two guys who are like jacked to absolute shit. Like everybody <laughs> else has like, pretty normal human bodies like a version of like a human you just see walking around and then two guys look like absolutely completely batshit insane (laughs) and are clearly on steroids like the clearest you've ever seen and one of them is so like big and swole like his body is so swollen from being on steroids he shot a scene with his brother who used to be in the military and now just lifts weights with him being on steroids together and I was like this I like a big man and this is too much. too much big man this these men are big in a way that i don't i don't like this i don't their muscles are are like they look like you would touch them and be like no no, no like it's not comfy not. to cuddle with yeah. like when it when you feel like you're like against a grate that's not fun yeah and the person next to you is like vibrating with rage over like the smallest thing that happens so these two guys these two staring at everybody else like gets along and they all drink because that's the show but like so they'll have fights and they'll work it out and they'll cry and be like you're my family i love you this is for me sure we're all one family but these two guys can never resolve anything and they're always fighting and it's like i wish they would 
stop taking these anabolic steroids. <laughs> when they fight, is it physical? Like, do they immediately go physical? Because I'm assuming that's where you'd want to go instead of, like, using your words, you know? They take off their shirts right away. <laughs> and so that is hot. Like, if they fought and then kissed, I would be like, this is the greatest show that's ever aired <laughs> on television. Yeah. But instead, what they do, they take off their shirts and then they dare each other to hit each other for, like, a long time. Yeah. Like, so long. It's like, do it. Do it, guy. And then they'll, like, do that forehead-to-forehead thing. Yes. That's God. a reality show guy thing because you can't hit each other on the show or you get kicked off. Mm-hmm. So they do that long enough. Then the security guards come in. So, like, it does get physical, but they're clearly aware that, like, it's better on TV to threaten a physical mm-hmm. fight than it is to, to actually do in it. a physical right. fight. Because they, they don't change the cast for the Floribama Shore. It's like, well, it's like it's a Jersey Shore. every season. Yeah, it's like the Jersey Shore, which... It's like the Jersey Shore. But I find it, personally, I find it more compelling. It's it's more compelling because, like, Jersey Shore in the original days, like, the first few years, they weren't that famous. They, like, were just people who kind of had, like, a shared life experience but didn't know each other that well. And then they grew to know each other pretty well. Mm-hmm. Floribama Shore is kind of the same. They're a little bit less homogenous. Like, they're not all just, like, either Italian or Italian presenting mm-hmm. from, like, <laughs> the tri-state area <laughs> these are people from like all over the south who like have a lot of different experiences i think also if you're somebody who's from the south you recognize someone someone in that cast is like is like you, you yeah a little bit yeah. you know like they like pray before meals and i don't pray before meals up here but if i'm down south there's a 98 percent chance someone's gonna be like and now grace you know right, like, it right. just is like cultural like even if nobody goes to church you're like okay we're holding hands and we're saying grace mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah interesting i'm mm-hmm. sure i would not see myself <laughs> in any of these people but yeah it sounds yeah. interesting and i also just love whenever dudes fight it's like one of my favorite things to see on reality tv because 80 percent of the time it's stupid and it's it's wonderful nothing. to watch Oh, it's wonderful. I mean, I have just started watching The Bachelor maybe a couple seasons ago, mm-hmm. and I realized I like The Bachelorette better because rather than seeing women fight, which tends to be more based in something that's like, okay, this is actually worth fighting over, like watching men fight, it's like, oh, this is very yeah. dumb. Yeah. Yeah, like this This is just like dudes who are trying to be like, no, I'm stronger than you. That's like almost oh, yeah. always the fights. <laughs> you know, it, it is really it's, – it's satisfying to see them – but also like, oh God, he's on so many roids. Like I, yes. I dated a, I think I dated a guy who was on roids uh, once. I didn't really date. I went on okay, That is a flex. That's a flex. And I kissed him. And the thing is I kissed him. And let me just tell you, he had the worst breath I have ever, ever experienced. I, I literally gagged in his mouth as I was kissing him. I was like, we... I was like, okay, we have to stop. This was in college, actually, man. This was like freshman year. And I remember he would come to our – he was this bodybuilder. He had this, these jacked-up muscles. And there was just um, something – Jenny, something you should know is everyone at U of A is a nightmare person. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Ne- you'll never in your life again see so many men who blow dry their hair to just stick, stick like, up as yeah. high as it can. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was insane. And I just – I was like, I, I can't see this person ever again. I, I literally – I'm gagging as I am kissing this man. There's no way I'm getting any further than this. Bye. Like, the, the, is bad breath a side effect? I was just about to ask if that's a steroid. I think halitose, halitosis is something about it. Either that or he just was eating straight up eggs. Only eggs. Fuck. Oh. 
Because he was a he was a bodybuilder. He was a bodybuilder, and I can right. only imagine that what he was eating maybe it was his protein powder. But I could not. And he was good looking, but I was like, I can't. I just am not right. attract. I just can't. I can't even kiss. If I can't kiss you, then this is nothing is gonna happen. Oh yeah. If I can't kiss you, I'm certainly not gonna ask your. No, because can you imagine what that smells like? I know. I was gonna say if your breath can't smell good, I can't. I just assume everything else doesn't yeah. smell good. And it, or yeah. it's like halitosis of the jizz. <laughs> And a little, I just imagine it like shriveled and small because his was he was just so swole, and I was like, I'm not even gonna go there. Are steroids yeah. legal? I don't know anything no, about steroids. I don't they're, think they are. I think there. I mean, there might be some sort of. I don't. I don't know anything about that world. Yeah, I think it's complex. Yeah, like I think you can find a doctor. Like I have asthma, so I've been on a lot of like non-muscle building steroids right. in my life. Like I've been on prednisone a lot, or like other. Like I have a. a What's it called? Like an it's it's an it's inhaler, inhaler but it's called like steroid a steroid inhaler or something. I've had that. Yeah, okay. but it, there's like a name for like an air steroid. That's not it. Mm-hmm. But doctors, you guys know what it is. Doctors are like screaming the name. Um, <laughs> but like, so like there are steroids like that, and then you can get doctors to prescribe you steroids for like like um if you have vocal cord mm-hmm. issues, you can get a doctor to like give you a steroid shot in the ass, like so that you can do your show or whatever. Uh-huh. So like. I think there are a lot of like, there's a lot of like ways to get steroids. Like they're not legal, but there are there are like if you if you want them, you can figure it out, and then you can also try to get them like illegally from right. Mexico or maybe yeah. from Canada. Yeah, or maybe elsewhere, but like those are you know bordering countries, so right. I think it's easier to. So like these kids in college who are on roids, I'm just like, how do you even start? Like, how do you yeah. even? Because I feel like it's not like you can just go to the drugstore and be like, "I'm gonna get some roids and get I mean, super jacked." I'm sure there's like, I mean, <laughs> there was drugs. I mean, I got roofied in college, so like, there's drugs. There's drugs going everywhere, and we were on the border of Mexico, so. <laughs> well, maybe that's yeah, yeah part of it too. But I also think gem culture, and I can say it with that judgy voice because like I'll never be a part of it. Uh, <laughs> but I think like if you're a guy at the gym all the time, you're making friends with gym yeah. guys. Some guy is gonna be like, "Hey." Actually, I see you working on tries all the time, and I know a way to make your tries really pop. Mm-hmm. Good. How? Actually, when they have no neck, when they can't put their arm over their head because their their traps are too big, that's mm-hmm. when you know too huge of traps. Right. <laughs> How much do you think they're thinking about their bodies all the time? Like it must be constant all the time. Yeah, they're yeah. They're, they're feeling their abs under their shirt. Like they're all the time thinking about their bodies, and then especially when they're having sex with someone, they're not thinking about that person. They're thinking yeah. about themselves. Like how, they how look. good do I look right now? You know, yeah. like yeah, and like I'm thinking about that for myself. I don't want to be having sex with someone who is also thinking yeah, right. That, yeah, you know, <laughs> like we both need to be focused on how good I look. Right, right. right. <laughs> That's it. That's exactly it. <laughs> but I, I do think like it is like a sickness, right? Because once you're like, well, all I eat is eggs. All I do is like push ups. It's or- boring. Also, that's right. like a war. I, 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 right before I met Brian, I did date a guy who was a personal trainer, and like. Kara, these I know. I'm so sorry. All these Kara is dabbing. (laughs) Audience, you can't see it, but Kara keeps saying, "Like, I actually did date this guy who's a personal trainer, and then she dabbed for so long, the Um, longest dab ever, the The longest longest. dab." I had to cut the time down because Jenny and I were just sitting here, like, "What?" My God. I mean, you know, he wasn't, but it wasn't. It's never great. It never ends great because they're boring. Literally, no, no, no chemistry. Like at all, and they worry about what they're eating the whole time. You go on a date, they're like, "I, uh, I can have this. I can't have this. It's too many calories." Like they're worrying about their calories more than I am. And to me, 
yes, his body looked fantastic, but like literally no, no chemistry. Like, yeah, right. Not anything. Like even even like those people have to date each other. Yeah. Like, yes. You you need to care about like your your like macros the same amount as your partner. For me, that's zero. I, so if you care about your macros, zero. Hit me up on Instagram or Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> but like people who are like, oh, I can't have any rice today. I had like a bread earlier. I know. Like that's you should be with somebody else who also cares about. Yeah, exactly. That. There's you nothing the wrong interest. with it. There's nothing wrong with them. He was a very nice person, but like. Again, zero, zero chemistry, and that's you can yeah. be as good looking as you want, but I, I it's just like snorefest. Yeah, be as good looking as you want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like, and care about what you want about macros and micros and whatever. Yes, I, I like, I always think like, good for every person who gives like a huge yeah. fuck about that stuff, and please don't tell me about it. <laughs> like. In the same way that I, out of respect for another human being, will never be like, I was in the most amazing Herald this weekend. Do you want to hear about the pattern game? Like, that's disgusting. Don't do not do that. I do, I do have moments like after improv shows and we're like sitting there like, that move was incredible. And I'm like, this is what I am talking about with gym people when they're talking, you know, when I'm like, I am so bored by this conversation. Yeah. If they were sitting in that bar hearing us talk about like, that sweet bet, it was perfectly timed. Yeah, it's we're terrible. We're so boring. Like it's just like guys. But it's insular. That's like talk right. about that at the gym. Yeah, right. You know, like also no improviser will ever say, Oh, I can't eat this thing at a bar. Like we're like we're disgusting. Like we will eat we'll we're you know, like we're fun in the world. Yeah. And yeah. you you don't know that we're disgusting until you're like like Kara, Jenny and I got put on a team together for UCB. We had one genuinely amazing show. Like genuinely Very good show, like yeah. I've been in a lot of bad improv, so I know when it's like when, when it's, it's good, good you, you feel, feel it, different. yeah. And then the whole world shut down. <gasps> oh, it was the last one you did. <laughs> yes, <laughs> our team had one show, and it was great. And thank God it didn't suck because it would I be know. like we were in one show and it sucked, and then we never got to do another one. I'm like mad. We were in a great show. I'm mad that I didn't record it, but then saying that is crazy because why would you ever record a show? You'd only record it thinking the world is going to end. Like that's the only yeah. reason why you would do that. But we did have like, a very if good somebody show. recorded every show, you'd be like, well, we're on a team with a doomsday prepper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that sucks. Is you guys, it was like a year ago then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a year ago today. Uh, yeah, honestly. honestly. I think we did it around now, that show. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And, that was and now it. UCB is no longer. But you guys can still do, can you still do Herald shows on other stages? We did them virtually for a little while. And I'll say that's, the worst thing I've ever done. Yeah. Like I, it's so unsatisfying. It's not even that the shows were bad, but you just yes. don't, f- you feel nothing. Well, yes. Also, it's probably, del- there's a little bit of delay or like people are talking to each other and you can't hear what anyone's saying because yeah. it's not everyone's in- internet runs at the same yeah. speed. Mm-hmm. And that's a real, that's a real yeah. issue. I can and imagine. like there are no laughs or any, like, you know, you kind of, when you're on stage, you're doing it for the laughs. Mm-hmm. You want people to like yeah. you, and you just don't get that validation. And then you, the show ends, and you close your laptop, and you just kind of are alone in your <laughs> apartment. You're like, okay. There's no after show drinks, but besides All right. I paid thousands of yeah. dollars to be able to do that, I guess. I guess, yeah. <laughs> I get Also, in live improv, when there are no laughs, you're like, I guess this isn't fun. This isn't going well. We know we have to keep going to find something. And in Zoom, you're like, who knows? You know how we're doing. Yeah. 
Yeah. This could be absolute dog shit and we don't really know. Right. Because we can't really listen to each other. We aren't close. Like we aren't in the same physical space. We don't have the audience being like, oh. Yeah. Which an audience will make that noise yeah. if they don't like what you're doing. <laughs> so, you know, you just kind of have an existential crisis after each one of these Oh, of course. Shows. I can yeah. imagine. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, <laughs> just close your really laptop cool. and you just kind of stare ahead <laughs> blankly for like 10 minutes. And then you're like, okay. <laughs> like, I haven't done improv since I've had cats. And like, I don't want my cats to see me <laughs> do that. Like, I, I want my cats to respect me. <laughs> Yeah. It's embarrassing. <laughs> improv is it's embarrassing. Really, it's really embarrassing. Doing Zoom improv is like, it's like masturbating with the headlight, with the overhead light on. Yeah. Where you're just like, that was, I saw too much of myself. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, like, that didn't feel, didn't feel good. good. Yeah, no one, yeah. Uh-uh. And I don't feel good afterwards. I feel really bad yeah. now. <laughs> that is what it is. <laughs> well, I'm glad that I. But a bunch of other people also saw me do it. <laughs> I wish I would have seen this just just because of this. I want to know what it looked like, but I don't know how. Who knows? Yeah, we're thirsty. We may pitch a show and then we'll send you the link. Yeah. just do it. I watch it. And then you're gonna our feel team ashamed. Is still in touch. Yeah, we're in touch, but I feel like you're gonna watch it and then also feel the shame that we're feeling. Well, like we're the, all feeling. The well, shame. then we'll, then I'll be in that shame, but I doubt it. I doubt it'll feel yeah. shameful. <laughs> Jenny, are you still doing sketch? No. Okay, so my new pivot has been a TikTok. Um, Mine too. Jenny does some incredible tips. Oh, thank you. Um, to follow you. Basically, I because I, we had, had some conversation about doing like Zoom sketch shows and whatever. And then it just kind of was like, all right, I should be just making these into like short videos. I feel like that's what's kind of like easy to consume and people are excited about. And also, I just like making little videos like since I was in high school. So I was like, well, this is just kind of combining everything I like. So I started posting them on TikTok. And okay, TikTok is its own like ecosystem and world. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. There's a lot of good. There's a lot of bad too. Like generally everyone has been very supportive, but when you go like slightly viral, it's a little bit scary what you get back. It's Mm -hmm. there's always going to be someone offended there's mm-hmm. always going to be someone who attacks you. Like, yep. no matter what. It doesn't matter how inoffensive your topic is. You will offend someone. A lot of them are, lot of them are trolls, What is it? Though. People being like, actually, I moved to LA and I do like it. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> my best example is I did one where I was um, pretending to be in a zombie apocalypse. And I made one line, uh, one joke that I was intermittent fasting. I don't actually intermittent fast, but it was more just like the idea that someone is being strict about intermittent fasting during an apocalypse is was funny and to me. And that's yeah. so funny. <laughs> so I said just very quickly, like, you know, I can't eat because I'm intermittent fasting. I need to wait two more hours. And then a full discourse happened in the comments about um, whether intermittent fasting works and whether it's I'm promoting disordered eating, which I was like, okay, like I, I'm also, it's, it's not a zombie apocalypse. Like it was just the premise of it to me was like dieting during the world ending was kind of the joke. That's, yeah, which is funny. And people just, people. And people who intermittent fast and talk about it 
which we just discussed. Like that is a that tells me everything I need to know about your character. Yes, I mean I dated a like, guy. Oh, actually, I'm intermittent fasting. It was based <laughs> off of me like dating a guy who was really strictly intermittent fasting. So he's like, let's have dinner tonight. We need to eat at five o'clock. Like, and I just thought it was so funny. Like he's like, I'll cook you a meal. You we will have to eat it at five o'clock. You know what I mean? Like. I just thought that was really funny and I had friends who intermittent fast and they were so annoying about it. Yeah. Like they're like, we'd love to hang out. We do have to eat now. Um, and we need to be done in an hour. We can talk, but we have to be done. Um, and so it's kind of based off of that. And I did not realize that I would trigger people. And I just realized I can't, there's no fighting in the comments. You're no. not going to win. There's no winning. No. So no. I just kind of let it happen, but it's a whole world out there. It TikTok. is. It is. <laughs> I, did, I started doing pregnancy videos on mine and well, I had a couple blow up. And Tara is pregnant. I'm pregnant. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm actually <laughs> pregnant. Um, and I had the, I talked, I talk about facts and I say something about how taller women are more likely to have twins. Not say they are <gasps> going to, mm-hmm. but that's like the, science shows that, you know, if you are taller, you, your, your body is more capable of holding twins and you might, you're more. Like, not, it's not like, yes. Because you can reach things on, on taller shelves. Right. right. So, so like, you're tall. You can store more stuff for twins, yeah. so your body knows. And I had a whole discourse of people in my comments saying, well, I'm 5'1 and I had twins. I was like, I didn't say you weren't <laughs> going to have twins. And like, literally, millions and millions of people, not millions, thousands of people were like, just going back and forth with just with each other about, you know, yes. oh, I'm short, I'm tall, my mom is this, like, I had this. And then I talk about, like, cravings you have, like, just. People are talking to each other. I don't really, like, keep up with what they're saying anymore. Yeah, same. Yeah. I just didn't realize that we live in a world where everyone thinks that their opinion, opinion. matters. Yeah. Because I am so of the mindset that nothing I says, say matters. Like, if I don't like a thing, I don't need to put that anywhere because I don't like it and I move yeah. on. And then, yeah, yeah, nobody – like, you can just, like, text a friend, like, oh, I didn't really like that. Yeah. Like that. And then move on with your life. And I just didn't mm-hmm. know – that there's a whole other world out there where everyone's like, I need to let her know or whoever else is reading this know what I think about this topic. No matter how inoffensive the topic is, it's like, these are my thoughts. And I was like, okay, that's the world we live in. I just yeah. didn't know. Actually, in a zombie apocalypse, it's actually like kind of perpetuating ED. Yeah. When you're trying to run from zombies, you should eat whenever you can. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So anyways, that's what I've been doing in terms of creativity. And it's that's also good. so addictive. Mm-hmm. I've learned, like Amanda will know. Amanda knows. I talk about TikTok half the time on this about things I've learned to do with my hair or like my skin or like cool hacks. Like I've learned so much from it. Yeah. Um, and I do think it's like it's kind of inspiring to see these younger generations like really trying to get their like get, get their facts. Like they really want to like know what's going on in the world and not like um, – and, and try to save the world, to be honest. They're really doing good things. I know some totally. are doing shitty things, but, uh, I mean, a lot of them are, like, actually doing stuff, and it's really cool. Yeah. It is. It makes me hopeful until mm-hmm. they yell at me for yeah. saying I intermittent fasted. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> until then, I like them. And then after yeah. that, I'm like, okay, please don't scream at me. Just I'm scared don't. of confrontation. Yeah. yeah, me too. I'm like, oh. <laughs> And I'm, like, very scared of TikTok and not, like, I don't have TikTok and I won't be getting it and not because I think I'm, like, too good for it or, like, I don't need it or whatever. I know I would love it. It's like The Bachelor. Like, I just, there's only so much time in every day. And if I give myself over to this thing, what is left? You know, like, I I know I could lose myself in TikTok and then suddenly I look up, the sun has gone down, the moon has come (laughs) up, and I'm still TikTok looking. Like, I, I believe... 
I believe that there is power in TikTok and The Bachelor. <laughs> You're correct. And, and I, I have succumbed to both. Yes, me too. I, I had to put a time limit on my phone, though, because sometimes I will watch it too long. Yeah, um, me too. So I, I try to not. Do you guys do that with all social media platforms? Yeah. And should I be doing it? I have it's just I have, TikTok. I have two hours on everything. Um, so like cumul- combined, combined or? I think it's, okay. yeah, combined. I think it's combined. So um, a lot of times, now lately I've had to like extend it because I'm doing TikToks more, but um it does help me to see like at the end of the week like how much time I've spent on that app and you're like god yes my hours on my phone have gone up so much since I got TikTok it's like yes directly like causation yes I got an <laughs> alert and it was like you spent eight hours a day on your phone last year or last week and I was like eight hours yeah. even at the beginning of this pandemic I was hitting like four max mm-hmm Eight is bad, so I had to like lock it down. So I I max out now at yeah. an hour. That's that's really good. I should probably just do a TikTok one specifically. Yeah. Um, because I can be on there for a while. But I go through phases. Like some days I'm like, I can't even look at that app right now. I can't bother I can't be bothered. Yeah. Those days I feel that way, which is good. Same with like all social media. Sometimes I'm like, I can't look at Instagram, I can't look at Facebook. Oh, just- same. Yeah. And I feel like I'm disgusted by this. I got on Twitter today and I was like, I don't care about anything people are talking about. I hate this so much. And then I scrolled for 40 minutes. Yep. <laughs> so like, I, like, I think I'm on my phone every day for eight hours. No resistance from me. Like, I'm like, eight hours? Only eight hours? Mm-hmm. Fine. <laughs> so I got to I gotta tighten up. Because, like, if I'm texting, if I'm being social, if I'm FaceTiming with a well, – let's, let's be real. I only FaceTime with my yeah. family. But, like, <laughs> if – if I'm on dating sites, I don't know. I feel like that stuff is like could be construed as productive. Yeah, that's right. Productive. But me scrolling, like scrolling Twitter and being like, oh, I knew this person before they were famous. Oh, I knew this person before they were successful. Uh, 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 I wish my tweet would go viral. What a terrible use of my one precious life that I I'm gonna do it as soon as we get off this yeah. podcast. I know. It. <laughs> yeah, but I get it. Also, every time I put something out into the world, whether it's a tweet or a post or something. There's a part of me that's like, okay, step away from the phone. Let nature take its course. You don't need to monitor it. At the same time, I'm like, who's liking it? Who is going to like it? Who's going to comment on it right now? And that's like when I'm on my phone the most because I'm like, I need validation immediately. I know. I need to know, are people liking this? No one's liking it? Oh, is this a bad time to post a tweet? Yeah. I know. It's oh, rough. Man. It's really messed with all of our heads with our valid like how we find our validation and like worth i used to get my validation in one part auditions one part being a part of the ucb community one part tweets that people liked or didn't like one part social interaction and now it's just tweets that's exactly it it's like before i used to get my validation from all these parts in life that weren't on my phone and now it's yeah fully like your world is instagram twitter tiktok it's like this is my world now Mm-hmm. Please like me. And none of the places I was getting my validation from were healthy. But now that it's concentrated, it's like a poison. It's yes. literally just like a – yeah, it's so sharp that's going to cut you every time you look, open your phone. But if you get a little yeah. heart or a little thumbs up, you're like, oh, they do like me. Oh, I am <laughs> yeah. so important. And if if somebody likes a tweet of mine who doesn't usually like it, that's it for my yeah. day. You know, like I'm like, this is a great like, time for a drink. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If I get a freaking retweet, which happens very rarely, I'm just like, okay, today was a win in my book. I'm going to go journal yep. about yeah. how good I feel about myself. <laughs> Let me write a journal about this tweet that got retweeted. Yeah. 
It's really where I'm at now. Yeah, it's dark. The world is dark. Yeah, like, the world I do is dark. Think, I wonder, like, people say, like, oh, after the last plague, there was the Roaring Twenties. We're in the Twenties again, my friends. And I, I pray. I pray that that's what happens. I pray we're all back out in, like, places, theaters, bars, oh. clubs, restaurants, parks. I don't know, wherever people are. I don't remember where we all used to meet each other, but I want to be out there. I want to be wearing fringe and doing a little charm. If we can bring, oh my God, if they bring fringe back, that's going to be amazing. I'm going to love it. I'm going to love it. I feel like fringe is coming back. And maybe I am living in a world where fringe is now existing just because once again, I'm just trying to feel something. So like everything is good now. Mm -hmm. um, And you live in Brooklyn. So I don't think fringe ever fully left Brooklyn. That's true. I think fringe is like in. I'm seeing like mm-hmm. vintage jackets with fringe and I'm like, okay, we're like entering a world. I think we're all like trying to feel once again, anything. So mm-hmm. everyone's just like mm-hmm. putting things on their bodies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Glitter. French. I will wear glitter. Me. I will wear a jumpsuit. I will whatever the fuck I need to wear to just go and party my ass off and have to get a babysitter, unfortunately. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I mean, teach your baby to party when she's young yes. and you'll ne- you like, then you can party forever. Right. Like you just have to teach it once. Right. I was literally talking to my roommate this morning about the last times that we threw up in public. Like, when was the last time you puked? It was when I was drunk then. And I was like, oh, the last time I blacked out in public was this day. And we're just like, I don't miss it, but I kind of miss it. Like, I don't miss the feeling of being so drunk that I am like, I I need to let the poison out of my body. But... Mm -hmm. What a fun time that we could be in a room late at night, you know, poisoning our bodies until yeah, we have to grow up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I miss the good and the bad. Yeah. You know, like, I miss being in a group of people and, like, saying a joke and people are like, okay, and, like, just kind of move on from it. And it's like, that was something, you know? Yeah. Like, that, any, that was anything. Like, now I Zoom mostly with my coworkers who, like, are going to politely laugh at whatever I say. Right. You know, like, they're never going to lose their minds and they're never going to look at it with disdain. Right. And then the rest of the time, it's just me. And I crack myself up, so there's no stakes there. Yeah. <laughs> no danger there that of flopping. No. no. Uh, how could I flop? It came from my own brilliant yeah. mind to my own brilliant ears. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes you tweet it and maybe get a retweet or a like. Yes. Sometimes I tweet it and upwards of three or four people will <laughs> like it. And then sometimes someone will like it and then unlike it. And that's, that's an enemy. That happened to me. That hurts my soul. Because if I accidentally like something, I will keep it there. Just leave it. Yeah, unless it was I, something you have very to, bad. It, here's the deal. They'll see that you liked it. So you're like, ah. Like, yes. oh, half the time on Facebook, yeah. I will open my book. My phone will be open and I will like somebody that I haven't even talked to in years, a random post about like something to do with their life that I'm not a part of. And I'm like, wow, I can't <laughs> unlike it now. I really can't. Totally. Oh, I, I'll unlike something if it's viral and I'm oh, like, ah, yeah. uh, I didn't. I don't know. I, like, if they're not getting a notification, I'm less stressed about yeah, it if I accidentally I liked it. But if it's a friend, I'm probably going to like it even if I don't like yeah. it. There have been a couple times on TikTok where I've accidentally followed back a stranger because I'm, you know, just not paying attention half the time. Slash, I just, You're like, getting followed constantly I'm just getting on so many followers that so I'll just, hours. like... You know, you're like scrolling and then, like... I also don't fully understand... I didn't fully understand that if you click someone's profile photo... Sometimes it's a follow when it's you're a like plus. watching if the it, video. It's a, yeah, it's a plus sign. You have to plus. click on their name. You have to click on their name. Yeah, and so I didn't know that, so I was just willy nilly following anyone who showed up on my for you page because I have just started TikTok like a month ago. Yeah, and then I would go through and unfollow them, and 
I didn't mean it to be mean. It was just like, I didn't know. But for likes, I'm like, no, you deserve that. It's like, you know, in soccer, when you accidentally score on your, score on your own goal and you're like, well, that's a point for you. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, you, you won that point. Yeah. It was an yeah. accident, but you deserve it. Yeah. It doesn't matter that I didn't know how the game was played. Yeah. It's your it's point. Your yeah, point. It's the rule. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, so Jenny, now your hair is not pink. Did you take the pink out? Yeah, so she had to re-bleach the pink, which made it orange. Oh, dear. And then had to go in and tone it with, like, a purple mm-hmm. to make it blonde. Okay. So that's where we're at now. It was a whole journey of, like, color theory, and I didn't fully understand it. Um, but for a while, I had, like, pastel orange hair when I was dyeing it because it was just, like, trying to get the pink out. Yeah. Was it pretty? I feel like it might have been pretty. Um, You know, like, it, it looked like someone who had made a mistake while bleaching their hair. Like, those, like, YouTube bleach fail videos <laughs> yes, where yes. they're, like, like, huge fail. That's what it looked like. And I was like, I'm at a salon with what looks like a YouTube bleach fail. But it came out fine. And you're like, this is a bleach success, is that a- everyone. Yeah. It's just in process. Yeah. <laughs> is your hair, like, a, I can't, I can't really tell. Is it a, like, a, a silver? Or, sorry, not silver. <laughs> um, um, like it's a- just... Auburn. Well, it looks like it, Marilyn Monroe blonde. Yeah. Am I crazy? Yeah, it's just like really, really light blonde. Okay. It was a little bit like purpley because of the toner. I see. Um, yeah. It looks like it does have yeah. that purple shine that's not like purple, but it's got that like a uh, toner like look. silvery. Yeah. yeah. Silver. Silver. That's what Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's going to wash out from what yeah. I know. So then I'm now I'm just using like blue conditioner to try to keep it platinum. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. a whole world out here. I didn't it know is. that. You have to maintain because I just always had my natural hair, and I just I truly could use any product and it'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm just like constantly worried what my what color my hair will come out for the day. So you had to change your whole routine. Yeah. Wow. Like I have to care about brave. it now. Thank you. I am brave. Wow. You're brave. Some people call You're me. We're gonna. Yeah. Well, I. I will. I know Thank you can't you. call yourself that, no. but I'll say it. Thank you so much. I'll say it. And I'm. I salute you. Thank you so. Much. <laughs> Everyone should be saluting me. When, <laughs> hey, whatever you're doing, put it, put your phone down. Salute. Yeah. Salute, salute Jenny to this podcast. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Um, Jenny, where can our furries find you? Um, you can find me at Jenny Arimoto, A-R-I-M-O-T-O, on any social media except for Facebook because I deleted it. Thank Smart. You. Wow. Good for you. I kind of want to reactivate it just to see what's going on, but I'm also very scared. So for now, you can find me on pretty much anything, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Clubhouse. I don't know how to use it, but I'm on there. But she's on there. Follow her. (laughs) If that's something that you want on Clubhouse, I'm... I don't know. I don't understand how it works, but I'm on there at... It's all the same handle, at Jenny Arimoto. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much for for doing the pod. It was amazing to have you. Thank you for having me. So fun. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Growing Out the Pod. If you want to tell us your hair stories, email us at growingoutthepod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at growingoutthepod. Have a great day. And remember, exfoliation is the enemy of ingrowns. Growing Out the Pod.